Hey guys, it's me, Overreactor. I'm here with another episode of Official Timeout, where we discuss the rules of Flat Track Roller Derby. Today we'll continue where we left off in the last episode, and this brings us to section 4.2.3 in the WFTDA rulebook. You can read along or read it later or whatever by going to WFTDA.com to find the rules, and that stands for Women's Flat Track Derby Association. Okay, and this section deals with, let's see, we're in penalties. Yeah, section four is the big section for penalties. We talked about um, 4.1 was contact penalties, and now we're in 4.2, which is game structure penalties. We went over legal positioning, gaining position, and, and now we're going to talk about interfering with the flow of the game. Here's what the rules say. All efforts should be made by teams and officials to ensure that the period clock runs according to the rules of the game and that the jams start and end as specified in the rules. Any inappropriate action that interferes with the game, including causing the period clock to stop, preventing a jam from starting, or ending a jam prematurely, should be penalized. Examples of inappropriate actions include, but are not limited to, skaters queued for the penalty box not on the track at the jam start, no blockers from one team on the track at the jam start, all blockers from one team entirely out of position at the jam start, either team not fielding a jammer for the jam, a team fielding too many skaters during a jam which result captain nor the designated alternate successfully requesting a team timeout or official review. Officials and skaters should work together to ensure that the game flows according to the rules. Let's hop on over to the casebook scenarios for section 4.2.3. Casebook 4.2.3, interfering with the flow of the game. Here is the little snippet that they are highlighting from the rule. All efforts should be made by teams and officials to ensure that the period clock runs according to the rules of the game and that jams start and end as specified in the rules. Scenario C4.2.3.A. White pivot is issued a penalty, leaves the track, and reports to the penalty box. The penalty box is full at this time and white pivot is waved back onto the track. Just as white pivot returns to the pack, the jam is called off. White pivot returns to their team bench. The outcome. Officials should attempt to warn white pivot that white pivot is in queue for a penalty. If they are not successful when the 30 seconds have passed since the end of the previous jam, queue to serve their penalty and must be on the track so they can serve their penalty during the next jam. Okay, if you guys hear any like crazy shuffling around, it's because my cat, uh, his name is Dude Bro, he is sitting on my lap and trying to rub his face on the desk and microphone and, and otherwise cause a very typical cat behavior your distractions. So <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> okay, here we go. Scenario C4.2.3.B. Officials give skaters a five-second warning before the start of the next jam. White team finishes their discussion and five white skaters approach the track. All are out of bounds or straddling as the lineup time expires. The outcome. Instead of starting the next jam at that moment, the officials must call an official timeout. White captain is penalized. The rationale. White team's failure to field any skaters in correct position prevented the jam from starting in a timely manner, thus stopping the period clock illegally. Scenario C4.2.3.C. 
Officials give scanners a five-second warning before the start of the next jam. That is what I just read. <laughs> is it? Oh, nope, this is a different one. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, scenario C4.2.3.C. Officials give skaters a five-second warning before the start of the next jam. White team finishes their discussion and five white skaters approach the track. All are inbounds but ahead of the pivot line as the lineup time expires. The outcome. Instead of starting the next jam at that moment... The officials must call an official timeout instead of starting the next jam. The white captain is penalized. The rationale. White team's failure to field any blockers in the correct position prevented the jam from starting in a timely manner. Scenario C4.2.3.D. As the lineup time expires, white team has four blockers correctly positioned, but white jammer is still out of bounds. The outcome. Instead of starting the next jam at that moment, the officials must call an official timeout. White captain is penalized. The rationale. White team's failure to field a jammer in the correct position prevented the jam from starting in a timely manner. Keep in mind, if red jammer had also been out of bounds, both captains would have received a penalty for preventing the jam from starting in a timely manner. Keep in mind, if a white skater had been correctly positioned as the jammer but did not possess a visible star, they are not the jammer. Assuming the white team does not have a jammer serving a penalty, white team's captain would receive a penalty for preventing the jam from starting in a timely fashion. Scenario C4.2.3.E. White team has used three team timeouts during the game. White captain calls for a team timeout. Officials mistakenly believe that white team has timeouts remaining and grants the request. The outcome. If the white team has an official review remaining, they should be considered to have used it as a timeout. If not, white captain is penalized and the next jam is started as soon as possible, but at least 30 seconds after the end of the previous jam. The rationale. White captain's successful but illegal attempt to stop the period clock prevented the next jam from starting in a timely manner. If white captain had legal means to prevent the jam from starting, legal means should be assumed. Keep in mind, officials should deny requests for a team timeout if that team has none remaining. No penalty is warranted if an invalid request for a team timeout is denied. Scenario C4.2.3.F Jam 23 is called off for an injury sustained by white pivot. The same skater lines up on the track for the start of Jam 26. The Outcome Officials should attempt to communicate to the white skater that they are not allowed to participate. If the officials fail when 30 seconds have passed since the end of the previous jam, officials must call an official timeout instead of starting the next jam. White Pivot is returned to their team bench to sit out the remaining of the jam as required, and the white captain is penalized. The rationale. The white skater's failure to sit out the required number of jams prevented the next jam from starting in a timely manner. The white skater cannot serve the penalty at this time for the same reason, so it is issued to their captain instead. Keep in mind, if officials believe the white skater's injury poses a serious and immediate threat to that skater or others, officials should not allow the white skater to skate no matter how many jams have elapsed. Scenario C4.2.3.G White Pivot, 
who is neither the captain nor the designated alternate, walks up to an official and requests a team timeout. That official, mistakenly believing White Pivot is the captain, grants the request. The outcome. When the mistake is realized, officials must call an official timeout. White Pivot is penalized. The next jam starts as soon as possible, but at least 30 seconds after the end of the previous jam. The rationale. White Pivot's successful but illegal attempt to stop the period clock prevented the next jam from starting in a timely manner. Keep in mind, if the illegal requester is not a skater, the penalty is issued to the captain instead. Officials should deny requests for a team timeout if the requester is neither a captain nor a designated alternate. No penalty is warranted if an invalid request for a team timeout is denied. Scenario C4.2.3.H White Pivot, who is neither the captain nor the designated alternate, uses hand signals to communicate with their captain asking for a team timeout to be called. Officials, mistaking the White Pivot's hand signals for a legal request, call a team timeout. The outcome. When the mistake is realized, officials must call an official timeout. White Pivot is not issued a penalty. White Team is not charged for a team timeout. The next jam is started as soon as possible, but at least 30 seconds after the end of the previous jam. No penalty. The rationale. White Pivot was attempting to communicate with their captain. They were not attempting to request a team timeout from the officials. So, there you have it. Those are all the scenarios associated with Section 4.2.3 of the WFTDA rulebook, all about interfering with the flow of the game. From what I gather, the main point is that they want to make it derby happen. They want to keep derby going, keep the flow of the game going, and everyone works together and makes the game happen. Okay, you guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great week, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.